Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Green Pole Podcast. I'm Dan Crawford, the uh, sometime editor of Hamien.com, and I'm joined by the Druitt family. Alan is with me. Hello, Alan. How are you? I'm all right, thanks, Dan. How are you? Only all right. Come on, mate. There's a match coming up. We've got to get up for it. I'm not too bad. How's Freddie? Freddie, how you doing? Good. Pretty good. Yeah, good. Well, that's more like it. Right. <laughs> okay. Let's get into it then. I'm not proposing that we review all the games that we've missed, Alan, because that would take about five hours. Um, there's really only one place to start, which is Wednesday night at the Cottage. It was a big night. We uh, The fans made a brilliant atmosphere and we couldn't quite get over the line against Liverpool. What, so what was your overriding emotion? Having got really close, you know, really close, but not not quite close enough. It's very Fulhamish, that. It is. I, I just think I, I expected a little bit more from the get-go. I thought we were very nervous. We started very attentively. We weren't on the front foot. Um, I know Liverpool done well keeping the ball, but when we pressed them high, we seemed to have more success. But then we had a, a phase in that first half where we just sat off them. When 1-0 down through another deflected goal against Liverpool, um, which is annoying. But, yeah, I, I just don't feel like we ever got got going, really. Uh, well, I, how I, I did how much that... of that is Liverpool not letting us get going? Or how much of that is like, oh, so the team selection, Silva's team selection has come in for quite a bit of criticism. Bobby Decker-Dover-Reed yeah. on the right instead of Harry Wilson. Maybe even... Harrison Reed not getting in instead of Kearney, Castagna over Tete. When you saw the team, were you, you know, how, how, how do you, we know Marco's a genius. Did he get this one wrong for you? I think he did. Uh, I actually put a tweet out as soon as the team was announced. I thought picking Castagna and Bobby Reed was a mistake. I think away from home, yes, uh, Bobby Reed gives you that bit more. He presses a little bit better than Harry Wilson. He's a bit more direct. Um, and on another day, we should have been going into that second leg. Worst way at 2-2, if not ahead, if we'd have been a bit more clinical in that first leg. But I would have started Tete. Uh, I just I just think he's a better defender myself. Um, and Harry Wilson, I think, you know, he just offers that little bit more at home. He he just has a bit more cre- creativity about him, especially when you need to overturn a deficit. Um, I had no problems with Kenny in there. I think he was probably the better choice playing him over Reed because again, we needed to to overturn that two one from the first leg, and he offers that bit more creativity, a bit more assurance with the ball at his feet. But yeah, I think when Silver looks back, he probably I don't know, but I wouldn't have started. That's starting eleven anyway. Yeah, so my my thinking on it is I can see why he did it, but part of this was about how Liverpool started the game and how they very clearly wanted to kill this game off, like early. Um, and you could see. I think there's something that you said they were nervous, Al. Like mm. they were. It was very obvious that this was a big occasion and Liverpool were more used to it. 
And they were right on it from the beginning. Like their front three are uh, pretty useful. And they set the tempo. And I think what you're referring to is that we didn't have that intensity. But we couldn't get past their... Pre- I, I thought it was more... It wasn't what we wanted to do. I thought it was more what happened. Because and Liverpool started picking up the possession. But by the end of the game, possession was relatively even. And we had a lot of shots. And I'll just say, if Shao Palin is won from the corner, a lovely, well-worked corner, if that goes in, it's mm. a totally different environment. And suddenly the place is up. Um, I, I can see why he made the selections he did. Um, I, I'm not convinced that Castagna is better than Tete. And I think he's culpable for the first, he's very culpable for the first goal. I don't think Tete would have made that mistake. But on the other two, I'd have, I'd have played Kearney um, because he's having a phenomenal season very quietly. Um, I'd actually have played Bobby Reed for the simple reason that he would, does give you that cover defensively and you don't want to be 1 0 down and then 2 0 and 3 0 down. And I think we were quite lucky to be only 1 0 down at the interval, in, 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 in my view. Um, so I can see why he did it with the potential of opening the game up. But obviously, when you concede a goal, you know, you could have made changes earlier than he, than he did. You could have hooked Bobby at half-time, um, potentially. Uh, right. Shall we do the shall we do the goals? The, the, we, we do need to talk about that, that goal because you said it was a double deflection. But I think it actually started from... Anthony, you'd have had a good view of this, you and you, Freddie. Anthony Robinson absolutely leathered the ball into Kearney's chest or lower than his chest. And then we never really got out. And they hit that diagonal from um, Bradley to Diaz. And he beats Castagna in the air. And Castagna sells himself, doesn't he? And then you get yeah. double, double deflections. Like There's a lot of people coating off Burnt Leno for this one. I'm not having that at all. I'm not <laughs> sure how, how he's meant to save it when it hits two guys. And you know, anyway, I just think when you get beaten, when you get beaten at your near post, you're always going to sort of open yourself up to criticism. But no, I don't think he could have done anything different. To be honest, with a double deflection, but it was a bit of a scabby goal, wasn't it? Yeah, but Liverpool get them against us. Everyone gets them against us. They're a very Fulham type goal to concede. One of these days, we're going to score one where... Oh, I th- in the second half, when someone hit a shot, I think it might have been Polina, and it hit Jimenez, and it just rolled gently for the goalkeeper. You know, they, mm. the, the, you know, we never get those kind of goals. Right. Freddie, I want to ask you, mate, um, how were you as concerned as your dad about the old team selection? You know, how... And also... How did you find the atmosphere? Was it louder than you normally experience going to Fulham? Did we do a good job of that? Okay, I think first of all, the team news. Mm. The I don't think Bobby should have started because I, I just think he's more as a sub. I think just Wilson is better. And then I think it kind of matters who you're playing against. If you're playing Castagna or Tete. But I think for that reason, I think you should play for uh, you should play Tete. Yeah. Because I think he's um better than Castagna. But sometimes when he's injured, you can't really help it. 
And I do think about that's the atmosphere. Hot... Sorry, sorry, mate. Yeah, go on. Do the atmosphere and then we'll come back to the other one. Go on, the atmosphere. The atmosphere was, like, really good, but we didn't, because when we played against, it wasn't really, like, a rivalry. I would, I was expecting it to be, like, a, like, a, like, we were singing lots of songs, but I was expecting more, but it was still a good atmosphere. Alan, Alan in why, his defence. Why weren't you singing, Alan? What's going on? Well, where we sit is obviously um, right by where the players come out in the Johnny mm. Haynes stand. So we're directly at the other end of where the Hammersmith end is, where all the noise is. Um, and at times, it, it's obviously louder in the stand you're in, but at times... It doesn't carry. It, it, was, yeah. it doesn't carry. Um, and to be honest, Liverpool fans are quiet anyway. Um, but yeah, it's hard to pick up most of the songs all the time from where we sit. You weren't involved in any of this sort of clue Klux Klan malarkey, were you? I mean, I got in quite early and I looked up to the Johnny Haynes stand <laughs> and I was like, are we sure? Uh, um, do you know what, Dan? I, I went to work the next morning and, I bet you, you know, I work, yeah. I work in a, in a Millwall area, if you like, and I, I got absolute pelters from everyone. <laughs> sending me the picture of, you know, fans sitting next to those white flags and, it's, it's again. It's one of those fuller moments where you just think, honestly, who who on earth put that together? Well, and also <laughs> we're meant to be being environmentally friendly, and I don't know what your flag looked like, but it looked like someone had gone out and got a load of bin bags and like <laughs> stapled them together. And I'm like, lads, if we're charging what we're charging for season ticket for season tickets and match tickets, like, can we just not have sent someone down to the Seven Eleven? Can we look like professional? Couldn't you not have done a flag with a Fulham crest on it? And you know. Or even just put paper cards out and, you know, and you hold them up instead of waving stuff. They put clappers back. Oh, I'm it's not like having that. Whoever put the clappers back, <laughs> uh, they should be getting fired, frankly. <laughs> Never mind who's doing the ticket pricing. That was a jinx of the highest order. <laughs> I'm not, I was not impressed. Because if you've got a flag, why do you need a clapper? Like, exactly. I don't... And... and, and, and oh... I mean, my mate next to me, he ripped his up. He ripped them all up and used it as confetti for when the uh, players came out, which really annoyed... Yeah, a lot of people do that. Really annoyed some people in front of us who clearly had never been to a football match before. I was like, oh, why have you done that? They're terrible. And uh, (laughs) anyway, slight diversion. We better talk about the second half because we were actually better in the second half and I think that's the part of the frustration, which is when we got into Liverpool, they didn't really like it, Al. No, and it was just that intensity for me. It, again, when Diop scored and it's 1-1, obviously we're going to be on the front foot, but I, I never saw that same intensity throughout the whole the first 70 minutes. Um, obviously, we all see the games differently, but I, I was just expecting a bit more. Uh yeah, I just and think it's... it's about energy, though, Al. If you'd have gone toe-to-toe with Liverpool in the intensity stakes, they could have scored a couple more. If we'd have gone gung-ho and it would have been game over, like, Silva was obviously not happy because he, he said it in his press conference, didn't he, and in, in the interviews, first half not good, second half much better. I thought we were just unlucky, you know. If Tosin, the one where Tosin gets in front of the keeper... 
Like, did he, did he forget where the goal was? Could he have flicked it? And obviously, how many times is Pereira going to hit the woodwork? Oh, yeah, let's go by that one. Honestly. Uh, and yes, you mentioned it. Maybe Issa Diop is the answer as a centre forward. <laughs> like, steady, Dan, steady. Well, <laughs> I haven't drunk enough tonight to really um, to think that's a serious idea. Um, but you, both of you mentioned Wilson. Let's talk about Harry Wilson because there's a debate amongst the fan base about whether he's a starter, whether he's a sub and how he fits in. And I think we, you know, Adama Traore is uh, is not going to feature for some time. Might be becoming the new, new Yari Littman, um, who we never <laughs> saw in a Fulham shirt. But where where are we on Wilson? You both, you know, you both indicated for him to start. He made a massive difference, didn't he? The way he skated, the way he made the goal was brilliant, and then he nearly scored again straight after. Oh, he did. Um... And I'm surprised we don't see enough of Wilson on the on the left. I know, obviously, Williams made up his position his own, and he has every right to. But I want to see more of Wilson. There's a player in there, but I, I don't know whether it's just the inconsistency or or what it is. But the problem he's got is when Iwobi comes back from Afcon, it's hard to imagine him inside in the starting eleven because you got William and Iwobi on either wings. Could you not play? Um, could you not? So Wilson played a lot in the ten in the championship. So yeah. I've been a little bit disappointed with Pereira this season, Andreas. Right, and again on Wednesday, um, he didn't really do it for me. No, no, he was working hard. He was trying, but it isn't coming off. Those flicks, those touches, the brilliant moments that came off in the first season—they're not really coming off. So. I mean, a Wobi can play in the tent. I think the thing is, you need like fluidity. So you said it. Wilson's left-footed, but he plays as an inverted winger. Williams right-footed, he plays as an inverted winger. But the best teams, the people move around in the front line. So suddenly, Wilson's on the left, Williams on the right. You know, you're moving about. Could you not? Um, even Bobby Dover Reed could move into the tent when he's on the when he's on the pitch. You could have a very fluid front line. And if Pereira's not doing it, you could put Wilson sort of say, just buzz around and interchange with the other wingers. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's a bit, bit radical for, uh, for 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 this team. But I'm trying to find a way of getting all our creative players on the pitch. Very Martin Yole like. Um, I like Pereira. I think he should start, but I think William. I should start with Wilson. Okay. I think, I think Wilson on the right mm. and then William on the left. Because cause I think Bobby, well, well now, um, Awobi's not here because of Afcon, but I, I like him in the middle. Awobi? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So well, you I play think, a Wobi as a ten. Yeah, in front of Reed and or in front of Reed and Polina or Kearney and Polina. I, I can see that, but a Wobi did well out wide. He's not the same out on the left, a Wobi, I don't think. We tried no. that, right? So I think you've just got to have options. And what the our problem is the squad is not strong enough for this five substitutes malarkey. 
If you only had three substitutes a few years ago, I think we'd be all right. But teams now can bring on five subs and change a game in an instant. And we're not quite there yet. And that leads me to my sort of final question on this. What do Fulham look like? It was a great night. We got close. Obviously disappointing, but we do need to reflect on reaching a League Cup semi-final for the first time. Obviously, Marco's a winner and we want to win things. It's slightly disappointing, therefore, that it doesn't look like we're going to be signing players until very late in the window, if at all. Like, what do Fulham need to get to the, you know, get higher up the table to get to more semi-finals? I, I don't want to be harsh about it, but when you're bringing Rodrigo Munez on looking for a goal, you know that the squad is not as strong as it could be, Alan. It's a difficult one because we we have to always remember we're only we're still only a, a small club in in, in the no, in don't a big say that we're ma- we're massive. No, don't no. <laughs> but look, when you look in on reflection of things, you've obviously got teams like City, uh, Liverpool, Arsenal. You know, the elite of the league, if you like. So for us to get to semi-finals more often, finals more often, you need a lot of luck. Um, let's be honest. Um, but in terms of the squad depth, yes, it's got to be better. Um, regarding the, the whole FFP and the money side of things... Oh, that's it, another podcast. Like, we'll but this is it. It's, an aspect. it's no. an aspect which I still don't think is very clear to, to the fans, to everyone involved. So if there's money to spend and we can spend it, then obviously spend it. But if we're tightening our belts up so then go again properly next season because every season we're in a Premier League the first the first sort of object is to stay up that's first and foremost mm-hmm. cup runs they come after you think of that afterwards so we need to make sure we have a squad big enough and good enough to not only stay up but survive comfortably it's oh. all about baby steps if you like you look at what Brighton have done the first three or four seasons they were in a Premier League they survived with the skin of their teeth and then they've built up gradually and now look at them um, you know, Villa, for example, they employed a, a very good manager, got the right players in, and now they're flying. There's no reason why we can't sort of look to concrete anywhere from about eighth to twelfth every season. Well, we're not, well, but we've spoken before about this. This last summer was the summer to go and back silver. It was for me, yeah. right? They didn't. You can't. I, I'm. I, I agree that there's not as much value in January, but you can't say, oh. You know, because we passed the PSR, we're not, you know, we sailed quite close to the wind, but that we can spend money now. And like he signed the contract, so they must have said to him the money is coming or it's there. And it's not like this guy is like running a news agent, he's a multi billionaire and he's massive. Um, anyway, uh, I, I think we can tackle that, uh, again in future I wanted to move it on if we could because we've only got a few minutes left to talk about because there's no sooner are you out of one cup there's another one and on Saturday uh, Fulham play Newcastle United in the fourth round of the FA Cup Craven Cottage Um, it's on ITV4 and ITVX so it's a seven o'clock kickoff which is nice for the Geordies Um, very considerate of ITV (laughs) to do that um, and uh, well, they're not going to get home. I don't know what they're going to do punch some metropolitan police horses or something instead. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so before well, they, I get they had on... an unfortunate, they had an unfortunate incident. Then they played Tottenham a few weeks back at um, yeah. White Hart Lane, and they were stuck in Euston overnight or King's Cross. Sorry, and oh, they well. couldn't get him then. I mean, I've had that happen to me when the geezer just locked up. Was I was he left me in the disabled toilet? I'll have to tell that story on another podcast. But that's <laughs> twenty points, done. That, that no, you're your own then. <laughs> well, it doesn't take twenty points, as you well know. Um, right, let's steer back onto a topic, which is the Newcastle game. Uh, I love the FA Cup, Al. I'll be interested to get Freddie's view on the FA Cup quickly. Um, yeah. How much can we? What What's your thinking on team selection? We've got Everton and Burnley on the horizon, so we probably can't go absolutely full gun again. Uh, what, what What would you do if if uh, Marco listened to this podcast and said, "Right, that Alan Drew talks a lot of sense. I'm handing it over to him for this game." What team are you picking? <laughs> so I think. Oh, oh he's yeah, up. Yeah. Go, Freddie. He's yeah. jumping in now. Yeah. I think. I think Leno, as usual. Okay. I think left back, Robinson. Right back, I hate to say it, but I think he's going to start Castagna. No, what would you do, Freddie? Not What, what would you do? What would I do? I'd play yeah. Tete. Good. What, what about your centre backs? My centre backs? Mm-hmm. Um, I would play Ream. Yeah, Ream. Okay. And I would play Tossin. Okay, good. Yeah. The two CDMs, I would play Kearney and Paulinho. Yep. Then what are you doing? The wingers, mm-hmm. I would play William and Wilson. Okay. And what are you going up for? We go and play Pereira. And then, yeah, Pereira. Mm-hmm. And then at top, yep. I think he might. Oh, you. You. Go on. I'd start um, Raul. Okay. Well, I was asking you, Al, but your boy has done it now. So uh, let's uh, move it on then. What do we think about the FA Cup? Are you up for the FA Cup, Al? Yeah, I love the FA Cup. It's a prestigious tournament. It's one of the best domestic cups in, in world football. Uh, I just want to go. I just want a good another good cup run. We blessed it. When this is a good pop, run. We're Tottenham in the fourth month. round, mate. We're in the fourth <laughs> round, aren't we? <laughs> and we haven't talked about City yet. Yeah, yeah. steady. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait for that on Monday. I'll be on Monday um, if we get through, yeah. We will get through. And to be honest, in regards to the team selection, I think Freddie's got a spot on. I do the same. Okay. So, Newcastle, though, this is kind of, might be their last hurrah. I mean, they might get European qualification. Who knows? I mean, we are the only team Newcastle have beaten in eight games. Um, and they've got a horrible injury crisis. And if Eddie Howe wants to win something, he's going to have to give it a crack, a real crack. Um, so how are you feeling about this? It would help if we didn't get anyone sent off ridiculously early, wouldn't it? It would. And correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw this stat. We played Newcastle in the FA Cup four times, and we've conceded four goals in every occasion we played oh. against them in the <laughs> FA Cup. You, you can you can go and search that. I don't know how accurate it is. I'm pretty sure it is accurate. Um, so if we can not concede four, it'd be a good start. Not get a man sent off for something silly, that would also be a very good start. But um, we just got to go for it. 
Um, yes, we've got Everton on Tuesday and Burnley next Saturday, but Silver loves the cups, so I'm expecting a a good turnout on the pitch. Obviously, not off the pitch. Um, I'm not sure we have enough time to get into that, will we? Dan? Well, it's a bit of an issue, isn't it? Really, I mean, like it is a bit of a liberty to say he was. £40 for Liverpool, well, OK, we don't get to semi-final so often. £40 for Newcastle on a Saturday night when it's on the telly. I, I, I think that's stretching it, really, um, to the point where I, I won't be going. Um, but, yeah, we talked about ticket pricing. We know what the arguments are. I don't buy the arguments because uh, my £40 is not going to find us a new centre-forward to replace Raul when he gets a bit older. You know, I'm not having that. It's just greed is what it is. Um, but anyway, uh, so, uh, and this isn't an organised boycott, I don't think. I think people have just had enough, um, especially yeah. some of the scenes trying to get in the ground. I hope you weren't affected by any of that on uh, on Wednesday, the two of you. Um, right. No. no, you're all right getting in because a lot of people have written... To me, anyway, saying um, it was quite dangerous, and I know. From... Yeah, no, we got in at half seven uh, in a Johnny Ainstown. We we had no problems whatsoever. But yeah, I knew I did see there was a lot of issues outside for the Hammy end, um, and I know the clubs received a fair few emails of of complaints. Um, some of the stuff on the socials about you know people getting you know videos and things. I mean, we understand that the ground's not easy to manage. Um, but it did look dangerous. And I don't know, Johnny Haynes is slightly different, but the, the Hammersmith end, everyone was standing, no one was in the right seats. And uh, yeah, there was a lot of Liverpool supporters. Um, so it could have gone off and uh, it didn't in my section. But anyway, um, I've got to do some predictions because we haven't done a... Freddie, come on, mate. What, what's, what's the score going to be? He's thinking. He's thinking. It's dangerous, that. Uh, do you know what? They're in turmoil at the minute. Um, I fancy. I fancy a comfortable win uh, on Saturday. I'm going to go three now. Oh, so I already wrote mine and went for a one-one because I wasn't sure if we'd be up for it after you know. So yeah, I'd much rather it be uh, your way rounds uh, results-wise. Um, so let's uh, round up then thanks to Alan and Freddie for, for joining me thanks to you for all putting up with us again in your ears if you actually do that I'm not sure you will <laughs> um, good luck to Fulham's under 18s uh, who absolutely thumped Swansea in the FA Youth Cup if you haven't seen that uh, that was on the same night as the Liverpool game on, on, on Wednesday night they won 5-0 at Swansea City to set up a FA Cup FA Youth Cup fifth round trip to, you guessed it, Liverpool uh, next month. Uh, they're playing Crystal Palace at Crystal Palace uh, on Saturday morning and Palace are in really good form. So that should be a really interesting game. The under-21s are at Liverpool this weekend. And a big shout to the Fulham women who are in league action at the top of the league at the moment, um, playing, having played a couple of games more than the sides in second and third. They play Sutton United and the game's been switched to Motspur Park. The tickets are free, so we can do it. We can offer a good deal on tickets. 2.30 kickoff at Motspur Park. Good luck to uh, Fulham's women 
So, Al, thanks very much for putting up with me today. Hopefully, you'll enjoy the game. And we'll be back uh, with a review, uh, talking about what went right, uh, what went wrong, and hopefully not drawing Manchester City in the, <laughs> in the next round, because it's a bit boring, that. Uh, Freddie, hope you enjoyed the game, mate. Thanks, both of you. You're welcome, and um, hopefully we win. Hopefully we win, indeed. Yeah, and that's really where we're going to leave it. Come on, you whites.